Pip pip cheerio everyone, welcome to our bloody show. Yes, bloody welcome everybody. Oh, welcome. It's going to be a jolly good time. Uh, we're, yeah, we're, some tea and crumpets maybe. No, tea and crumpets, this is really good. I was actually about to say that myself. Yes. Then And then later we'll probably listen to some Beatles. Because, you know... Yes, because we love the Beatles. Because we are British. Yes, yes. And... And then uh, after that, we're going to go to the football match, and we're going to get drunk, and we're going to get rowdy. And we are going to have the ugly teeth. Hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And then we're going to go yes. to the, and then we're yes. going to go to the pub and have some fish and chips on the way home. Yes. And then we will say, Shario, oh, the queen is good. Oh yes, God save the queen. Okay, I don't think we should be doing that much more. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna lose our audience. Do that the whole podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I'm not sure if it would be as annoying as this episode was. Oh, you ain't kidding. <laughs> Golly. Welcome to the most shitty shitty podcast. Oh, we lost him. Oh, we lost Fro. Uh, but yeah, today we're reviewing a, a, a bad episode. Let's just say that. This is a bad episode. <laughs> so the episode that we're going to be um, reviewing today is called Pip. Uh, do we have to do this? We, we have to. Really? We, we said we were going to do every episode. Which means we have uh, even even stupid episodes like this. Yep, even even stupid episodes like this. Okay. Um. So the episode is entitled "Pip," also known as "Great Expectations." So. Um, also known as really shitty, shitty, shitty episodes. Oh God, yeah. So let's get started with this episode. Uh. It, yay. yay. Uh, it originally... I'm it, so excited. You just can't hide it. <laughs> yes. So, uh, the episode originally aired on November 29th, 2000. And, oh, look at this. It's Masterpiece Theater-like. And, hey, it's... Is it? Well, yeah. And hey, it's Malcolm McDowell, you know. I I I will give this episode one thing, and and I I actually mean this from the bottom of the heart. It was really funny to see uh, him. Yeah. Because I really like him. He's a good actor. He's the only one of the few good things about this episode. Well, that's a land credits. Um. So. <laughs> So, uh, Malcolm McDowell introduces himself as a British person, mm -hmm. and um, today he is going to tell us the story of Great Expectations, that, that novel by Charles Dickens. Mm -hmm. So, we begin the story with, well, Pip, because this is his episode. And Pip... He goes over to the cemetery and he visits the tombstones of his beloved parents. Aw, poor Pip. Aww. So he talks to Pip about how, 
you know, he's doing well, even though his sister beats him up with, with logs all the time, and, you know, that he's doing real well, and he hopes to see them again real soon. So as he's leaving, he gets grabbed by an escaped convict, and the convict is about ready to hurt Pip when Pip offers to help him. And this takes the convict by surprise. So he lets him go, and then he gives him his sandwich. And the escaped convict just goes on his own. So Pip goes back to his house where his sister and the blacksmith live. I'm, I'm going to take it that's her husband. That's just a guess. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, I think that's pretty clear. And... She starts throwing wood at Pip. Yay! You know, beating him up. Hey! What are you doing over here? What are you doing over here? That's how she sounds. And then the blacksmith is like, Oh, well, you know, don't hurt him too much, love. He means no harm. And as we see, the blacksmith, he's making different stuff. He makes um, uh, a metal apple. And... <laughs> Yeah, this is good. And then he even makes a metal newspaper. And Yeah, because if you're a blacksmith, you have to make everything in metal. Yep. And he sees that there's a want ad in the paper. In the, in the newspaper. I don't know how there's a... Just, just, just roll with us, folks. Just roll with us. So, uh, the sister sees that there's an ad for someone to go play with uh, a rich family's child and that they would get paid. So she sends Pip to go check it out. So Pip then... Did you understand why the rich family did this in the first place? Uh, is that explained ever? No, it's never explained in the episode. No, I was beginning to think that. Yeah. Um, so... Pip goes check to check this out, and he gets to the gate, and he meets this girl. Her name is Estella. And throughout this, really, for the, I'd say the first half of this episode, she just is nasty to Pip. She's calling him every bad name you can think of in the book. So, she then takes Pip to Miss Havisham. So, Miss Havisham is a rich lady, and she's sitting there, and she's got her bride's gown on. And she talks to Pip, and she's like, So, you're here to play with my daughter? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Have you ever had your heart torn out before? Oh, well, no, I, I can't say quite so. Oh, well, you know, it's real terrible when you have your heart ripped out. So, eventually, Pip plays with Estella. And while they're playing, there's this little boy in their water fountain. And, and we're going to remember that little boy a little bit later on. Um, oh, are we? Yeah, we are. Okay. So, Estella just keeps calling him bad names, you know, uh, all the time. And during this, Pip is starting to fall in love with um, 
Estella. Because loving you. Yes. Yep. So after after a day there, Pip goes back home and he talks to the blacksmith and as they're talking, here comes a gentleman into Here comes the Hulk Stepper murderer. So here here comes this gentleman into their room and he's looking for Pip. Well, he finds Pip and he tells him that he is going to London and he's going to learn how to be a gentleman. This is from an anonymous benefactor. So Pip thinks that this is Miss Havisham doing this. Is it? We'll find out in a little bit. So uh, after that we come back and Pip is in London where he meets a young fellow by the name of Pocket. And remember I said that little boy that was in the water fountain? It was Pocket. So, yeah. So Pocket, you know, takes Pip up and they have a small little London apartment and... Um, you know, he tells them about all the stuff that's going to happen, and we get this one weird scene. Yeah. Where they are at the dinner table. Uh-huh. And Pocket is talking about what's going to happen, and every time Pip does something, he's like, Oh, Pip, uh, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't use a butter knife to... Um, you know, to eat our food with... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Quite fine. It's quite fine. <laughs> so, and this keeps going on, and it's just weird stuff, like putting your feet on the table, uh, putting a napkin back in a glass, playing with your wee-wee. Um, yeah, it's just really, really weird. But, eventually, Pip does learn to become a gentleman. Yeah. So, he comes back, and he goes to see Miss Havisham. And, you know, he wants to see Estella. And Miss Havisham is like, oh, so you want to see Miss Havisham, or you want to see Estella? She's over at the dance, if you would like to see her. Um... So, Pip does go to the dance, and he does find Estella, and Estella is in complete shock that Pip has become a gentleman. So, you know, as they're dancing... And a scholar! Gentleman and, and a scholar. And a scholar, yes. Yes. Um, as they're dancing, Pip tells Estella that he has feelings for her, and that she wants him to be his girlfriend. Well, then all of a sudden, here comes Steve. You know. Steve? Yes, Ooh. Steve, the, the character in Great Expectations. Yeah, Steve. And Estella has to tell Butters, or Pip, I mean. I so want this to be Butters, but it's Pip. Um, <laughs> that she... That she is dating Steve because he has a car. Because, you know, 
Great expectations. They had a car in 1861. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so Pip sees that. And he's down, and he's real sad. So he then goes back to the Havisham house, and he goes back to Miss Havisham. And, oh, here's Estella and Steve having milkshakes together. And Miss Havisham is like, So, you've had your heart broken now? Oh, yes, I have. It is the worst feeling in the world, especially from a man. Because for those who don't know, and, and I think this is actually part of the story, because I've never read Great Expectations, Miss Havisham, oh, yeah. Havisham was going to be married to this right. gentleman. And then it was like 40 minutes before the wedding, she gets a note from the guy saying that he cannot go through with this. And she's been in this bride's gown ever since. Uh-huh. So then, Miss Havisham tells Pip this plan of that she's going to take all the men that Pip has, or that uh, Estella has ever dated, and she's going to use her Genesis device to suck the souls out of all of them so that she can remain younger. Because, uh -huh. you know... The Genesis device was in Great Expectations. No, it wasn't. <laughs> so Pip then runs away. He's, he's able to make it. And he goes back to his house and he meets up with the blacksmith. And, you know, the blacksmith comforts him. And, oh, here's Pocket. Pocket comes back. And Pocket is like, oh, that's, I'm sorry to hear about that, you know. And then, here comes the convict. But the convict is dressed up. And he explains to Pip that when he released him and freed him, he went to London and he became a gentleman. And that he was the one who paid for Pip to go to London to learn how to be a gentleman. And then Pip has this realization of, you know, you don't, and it gives a speech about how, you know, to be a gentleman, you don't have to have money and you don't have to have a lot of fancy stuff. You just have to be nice and kind to people and be a gentle man. So then they, so then they ask Pip, what are they going to do now? And Pip is, well... We're going to go back to Miss Havisham's house, and we're going to kick her ass. Because, you know, that was in Great Expectations. <laughs> so, now, we go to Miss Havisham's house, and she has about seven or eight guys hung upside down, and she has Estella strapped into this chair and she's got the genesis device set up and you know she's about ready to start to make herself younger when pip and the gang that should be a name of a band pip and the gang uh, like cool in the gang uh -huh. pip and the gang 
So Pip comes, you know, the group comes, and they're about ready to fight and save them. Well, Miss Havisham sends out her robotic monkeys to fight. Cause because that was in Great <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> robotic monkeys were in Great Expectations. So the blacksmith, the convict, and Pip, they all go into a bar. No. Uh, <laughs> that that would have been a great episode right there. You're making this episode more fun than it is. I know, right? So they start fighting the robotic monkeys. Meanwhile, Pocket, his goal is to stop the guys from crying because with their tears, the tears helps power um, the Genesis device. So Pip comes up and he's like, All right, let's think of something fun. Something that everyone likes. Pandas! Everybody likes pandas. And then one of the guys is crying, Pandas are an endangered species! He's like, oh, oh, I'm terribly sorry. I'm terribly sorry. Um, um, let, let's think of other things. Uh, babies! Everybody loves babies. So, you know, as they're fighting, uh, the blacksmith is fighting, and the convict, he gets real close to Miss Havisham. He gets real close, and she... Spits out or sprays acid all into his face. And, you know, it burns his face. So, he's done. Meanwhile, Pip... Okay, whatever you're playing sounds much better than this episode we're talking about. (laughs) We're trying to get through the end of this, folks. So, uh, Pip then goes to Estella and... You know, she's, he tries to convince her, you have a heart. You you care. You know, you, you really do care. And she's like, no, I've accepted this destiny. This is my role. I am supposed to do this. So then he says, a person with a heart would not hurt this cute little baby bunny. And he gives her the bunny and she breaks his neck. And he's like, oh, okay, well, a lady with a heart wouldn't kill two baby rabbits. He gives her the rabbit. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, uh, Pocket is still talking to the guys, and he's trying to get them to stop, and one of them is like, we can't stop. You're so annoying. (laughs) So um, then... You know, the device is really starting to work. The Genesis device is starting. It's really getting going. And then Pip is still with Estella, and he's like, Suddenly, a lady with a heart would not kill 24 baby rabbits. <laughs> okay, suddenly a person... Where did he have all this rabbit yeah. from? Oh, we'll, we'll find out in a minute. So he gives, him a tw- she, he gives her a 25th rabbit. Suddenly, a lady with a heart would not kill 26 baby bunnies. And it's on the 26th baby bunny that she stops. And she realizes, you know, that she has a heart and that she has feelings for Pip. And he manages to get her out of that chamber. And the the device starts falling apart. And Miss Havisham, she dies. Because... You know, because, uh, you know, uh, she had a Genesis device and poor baby bunnies were killed in Great Expectations. Uh, 
So mm-hmm. as they all get out, uh, Pocket is like, Hey, uh, Pip, where are my babe? Where are my bunnies? So Pip and Estella, they get together and they want to spend the rest of their lives, and they live happily ever after, except for Pocket, who dies of hepatitis B. And that is the end of Great Expectations, or Pip. Thank God. Oh, man. Uh, should we just tell everyone what we both gave this episode? Yep, we gave it a one. Yep. The first time in the history of this podcast we have given an episode, both of us, have given an episode yes. a one. We did not like this episode. It had to go to the 62nd episode of this. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we, we should get into where did the idea of this episode come from because there actually are some interesting notes. To this episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, the notes is more interesting than the episode, but... Yeah. Uh, where did the idea come from? Well, for years, Man and Trey had toyed with the idea of doing an adaptation of Great Expectations. Their version sticks pretty close to the spirit of the book until the end when the robot monkeys and the Genesis device are deployed. That's pretty true there. Uh, let's see, what else is there? This episode, the concept of the episode changed significantly during uh, this time because the original plot for this episode was to be a musical. I think that would be even worse. I don't know, I think the songs would have... I think the songs would have been good. Maybe. Um, this episode... Well, actually, let's read about the reception of this. Uh, Pip is a relatively unpopular episode of the series. According to Matt Stone and Trey Parker, it is, quote, probably one of the least popular episodes of South Park they have ever produced and that most people pretty much hated it. In 2004, Stone said that he considers the episode really cool and really good. In a 2011 Entertainment Weekly feature, the two named what they consider the best 15 episodes of South Park, along with the 53 worst. Pip was number 49 on the worst list, following the first 48 spots, which collectively consisted of every episode from the first three seasons. Um... Of course, we disagree with that because there are some really good episodes in the first three seasons. Mm-hmm. Parker said that everyone, including us, hates Pip. And Stone said, I don't hate it, but it was like, why did you guys do that? The creators, the creators said that recreating Great Expectations in South Park style seemed like a decent enough idea, except that the novel kind of sucks, especially its ending. They have concluded that while they sometimes want to do an episode that is different in style and presentation to the other episodes, it is necessary to have it involve the regular characters, otherwise audiences will not like it. 
in his... But audience didn't like it anyway. So. Yeah. In his paper about the episode, Jeffrey Sconce said that the episode ultimately, quote, proved a rather self-indulgent effort and that it had failed in terms of viewer response and ratings. In their review of the fourth season DVD, IGN called the episode, quote, a serious fizzle, saying that the creators don't always hit a home run. Oh, I just activated Siri. Uh, did not mean to. <laughs> Somehow I activated Siri just now. Oh. One note about this episode is that this episode does not run very frequently on Comedy Central. I wonder why. Um, it, it's pro. It, that's how you know it's one of the worst episodes is when it does not run very much on Comedy Central. Maybe because it's a shit episode. You're probably right. I don't know why we're whispering, but you're probably right. Yes. Okay. So, let's get to IMDb. Um, let's see how people thought about this episode. Of 1,326 people, the average rating for this episode is a 7. Yeah. 214 people gave this episode a 10. I have no idea why. 292 people gave this a 7, and people. 72 people gave it a 1. Yay! 72 insane people gave it a 1. Yay! And I actually happen to be one of those 72 that gave it a 1. Cool. Somehow, Fro, we have multiple reviews of this episode. On IMDb. Why, oh, why, oh, why do you take time to review this shit, shit episode? Well, Rabbit. <sighs> well, let's get started. Uh, we'll start with Gangsta Hippie. Hmm, never heard about him. Gangsta Hippie wrote, Pip is a strange South Park episode. Most South Park. <laughs> to say it mildly, yes. It is strange. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Most South Park fans will not like it, unless maybe you're both a fan of South Park and Charles Dickens. But I am a fan of Charles Dickens. Uh. Excuse me. None of the main characters appear in this episode, and, and I forgot to mention that real quick. This is the second episode ever where... Uh, Stan, Kyle, Carmen, and Kenny are not in an episode. Right. Which is very interesting. Excuse mm -hmm. me. Okay, so to restart the sentence. Uh, none of the main characters appear in this episode. It's solely an episode revolving around Pip. Pip is the British kid who usually is bullied by the boys, especially in season one. This is his own episode. The episode features Malcolm McDowell of Clockwork, Clockwork Orange fame, telling the story of Pip, which is basically a spoof of the Charles Dickens novel Great Expectations, which I have not read. Pip is a poor blacksmith who falls in love with a girl. 
But the girl's mother wants her to break his heart so his tears can be used in a machine, which will make the mother look younger. The episode is cut into three acts and involves robot monkeys as well. There are some funny parts in the episode, but it is one no. but it is one of the most unfunny episodes of the show. It is also sometimes hard to understand the characters. Pip is one of the worst South Park episodes, but it is still decent. There are no there are no really bad episodes of South Park in my opinion. Oh, I love when people are so wrong. Well, our next review comes from, and I know I'm going to mess this name up, Mirosui on it Saki 2. Oh, I actually okay. didn't mess it up as bad as I thought it would. Pip, is this an episode based on a boring and difficult story or not? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Several people have stayed away from this episode, I think. If so, this could be the reason. But, if you have watched the episode from start to finish, excluding the intro and credits, you will see a funny episode. No, you won't. This episode does not only include some of the original story, if this is a story. I believe I do see something from a book. But, based on a book or originality... This episode contains robots, computers, and males. Unusual, isn't it? I recommend this episode for many people who are fans of South Park. But, but if you dislike the episodes where the creators stay away from the original plot and try something a little different or a lot different, you should stay away from this plot as you might find it very horrible. But it doesn't really matter doesn't matter. Uh, uh. Yeah. Uh, our next review is from JDub147, who wrote, Many people dislike this episode, mainly for, the reason, yes. mainly for the reason that it includes none of the major South Park characters. That has nothing to do with it. Exactly. Also, it is admittedly not quite as funny as some other episodes due in part to the same reason as before. However, the episode, while somewhat es esoteric in nature, it is based on a Charles Dickens novel after all, will still manage to entertain most viewers. No, it won't. For those who have read Great Expectations, they will find a very interesting parody and will be able to identify to the deeper purpose of the satirical ending. Re oh my god. Regardless... While not a must-watch for everyone, I see no reason why it would be a waste of time to watch this episode. Because it is a waste of time to watch this episode. Pretty much. <sighs> and our final review is from Neves Garcia, who wrote... Okay. I say this episode is incredible. It In what? Is incredible. Incredible stupid or incredibly good? I think incredible good. Okay, so we have someone with no taste. Well, let me, let me continue. Okay. It might not have the boys, might not be the most hilarious, but it is still a classic. <laughs> no, it isn't. 
Pip is one of the best characters, anyway. Is this man drunk or something? This episode is based off of Great Expectations, a book by Charles yeah. Dickens. Except yeah. it has a few differences, including robot monkeys. Uh-huh. Even if you don't like this episode, you have to face the fact that it is a part of South Park history. Okay, I do agree with that line. Okay. I do agree with that line. I admit, without the boys, it's not as funny as it could be, but still has its laughs such as when Pocket is trying to teach Pip how to be fancy at the dinner table. I think it is unfair to put this list on some list such as top ten worst episodes of South Park. And if you don't like it, then don't put it in any list. If, if you don't like the episode, you should still appreciate it. I mean, you got to learn Pip's origin. Honestly, I did not learn Pip's origin in this. It, it's just... See, that... Okay, that well, it's last stupid, sentence... It's, it's, it's a stupid argument. It's a, it's a... It's a really stupid argument. I mean... Plus, if you really think about it, we sort of learn throughout the first three seasons about Pip's origin. Yes. Because he talks about, um, you know, he's British, his parents died. But, 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 but the point is even not, this isn't his origin story. No, like, it's not. That is, that is also an argument that doesn't really work. Yeah. It, it really doesn't. So, um, surprisingly, surprisingly, uh, there are some who have defended this episode. Which is, well, I'm not one of those. No, we are, we're not. Nope, neither one of us are. But. This is the worst than the staring frog from whatever country. Right. And, and, and you hated that episode. This is, I hate that. This is probably, ooh, is it worse than Ike's Wee Wee? That's a tough one. Because I think that's, up to this point, the worst episode. Oh. Mm, I, still, I still think this is worse. It might be. Well, Fro, I actually have something that will make you cheer up and be happy after reviewing this episode. Okay. We are now going to go into... Our South Park Top Ten. Yay! And uh, once again, this list is from WatchMojo.com. And today, our discussion, the Top Ten South Park Songs. Now, I I should say for the record real quick that this uh, video was done... May 1st, 2015. So, if there are a couple songs that aren't on this list that you liked from the Hello. list. Hello? Uh, internet in the hospital is really, really, really bad, so I couldn't carry you. Oh. But is uh, everything working okay? Oh, yeah, everything's fine here. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I was going to say, if you if there's a song from the last two seasons you liked that didn't make the list... That's the reason why it came up May 1st, 2015. So, we're going to go through the list, and we're going to discuss if we 
like number one? We like any? Well, I think there's going to be a lot that we like on this list, so. Uh, let's get started. Number ten, chocolate salty balls. Yeah, uh, still a little confused why it's number ten. It should be higher up. It's classic South Park uh, song. I mean, well, I, when we had the discussion, you know, this song ended up being number one in the UK. I don't know how... It, it's Music is so weird. It really is. It just goes to show any song can be number one in a country. And this one was number one in England. Plus, uh, a side trivia note, um, Isaac Hayes performed this song at the WrestleMania 15 Rage Party. Really? Yeah. Uh, Jim Boy Star and I, we reviewed that special a couple years ago, and that was the first song he sings in his set. You would, wow. You would think the, the theme from Shaft would be the, oh, yeah. the first one. Nope. <laughs> Chocolate salty balls. Just wow. so, for those who are curious, just go to YouTube, type in WrestleMania 15 XV Rage Party. He's at the beginning, so you don't have to go too far. Uh, number nine, Gay Fish. Yes, I love this song. This is such, and and I know we're a bit away from getting to that episode. But this is such a good depiction of Kanye West. Yes, it is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, if South Park did not hit that, you know, nail, oh, it was just perfect. It just really is. Oh, man. Number eight. It's easy, okay? It's easy, okay? This is a good song from the movie. This is an underrated song. And it, it doesn't get as much love as it, I think, as it should. Especially what? considering what the two big songs are from the, from the movie. Which, oh, by the way, will probably be on the list when we get to it. Um, but no, this is a good song. And you actually learn something. Like, I didn't know about the word Bic, B-I-C-H. See, I, I, didn't, I didn't know about that. So. Me neither. So South Park actually taught us something. <laughs> South, Park, yeah. South Park is as educational as Sesame Street. <laughs> yes. Okay, it's, don't, it, it's not uh, more. Oh. We're not going to go there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number seven, Montage. Montage. Even Rocky had a montage. Montage. This, Good one. oh, this is such a great, if you think about it, while the song is an original song, it is a parody of every sports montage in a movie from, like, the mid-80s to the 90s. Working hard and hardly working. <laughs> One of my favorite lines. Yes. Yeah, it's just... Oh, 
And they even use it in um, Team America. Team America, yeah. Which is funny. So you get a little bit of South Park in Team America when we get to and that. we movie. are going to cover one day. Yeah, we day. are going to review that movie. It's not for a while, but we are going to review that movie. Uh, number six, The Ballad of Lemmy Winks. Lemmy Winks, Lemmy Winks. Yes, I love that. This is such a weird song because it, I mean, it, I love it. It, it mixes, what it does is it mixes, you know, the story with, right. you know, sort of like when you go to the Renaissance Fair and the music that they play, you know? Right. That's what it does. Um, and it's like that throughout the entire episode. So, um, yeah, I could see it deserving a top ten spot. I could. Number five, Finger Bang. Finger Bang, bang, into my life. Girl, I'm gonna bang you every night. <laughs> Yes, we 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 haven't talked about that episode yet, have we? We did. Yes, okay, we did. Yes, I wasn't sure if this was after or mm, no, before this. Before. Yeah, uh, we love that song. Yeah, it's a funny song. The episode is good. Um, yeah, not, not the best, but it is good. But it makes fun. Again, it's the right timing of all the boy yeah. bands at the time. Yep. It just is perfect timing. It really is. Uh, number three. As soon as or, three. No, number four. Let's Fighting oh. Love. No. Okay, now for those who don't know what that is, um, this is from the episode where the boys buy ninja tools, weapons. Yes. Yep. And... And they end up going anime a little bit. And yep. the episode is really cool. I like yeah, the episode. the song is not uh, top ten. Not I, honestly, I wouldn't have recognized the song. Nope. I mean, like, I wouldn't even have known the name of the song without the No, I don't. It's really strange that it's on the list. Mm-hmm. It is. All right. Uh, number three. Uncle Fucka. Yes, definitely. That's probably one of the definitive South that's Park songs. Face, you know, that's that's one of the definitive South Park songs. You oh, know? definitely. Um, that song, uh, for those who are curious to know, you're probably not, but I'll tell you anyway. Um, it ended up winning the MTV <laughs> Movie Award. For best original song. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Phil Collins was nominated in that one. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, their hate for Phil Collins. Uh. Speaking of hate for Phil Collins, number two, Blame Canada. Blame Canada, blame Canada. Yeah, this is my number one. It's a really good song, um, and we've had the discussion before of it could have won the Oscar that year. Yeah. Although the field was really good. Um, 
I think if if you are not a, a diehard fan of South Park, you know, if you don't watch this regularly, this is right. the only song, or probably the one you are most recognized with, is oh, wow. this song. Yes. Because it's a funny song, you know. It is. It's, it's hilarious. Uh, I would put it in my top three. I don't know if I'd put it in my number one. Oh, yes. Definitely number one. But it's it's in my top three, anyway. And number one, the number one South Park song, according to WatchMojo.com, is Kyle's Mom's a Bitch. The problem with this is that the film version is a little too long, mm-hmm. and... The episode one is a little too short. Well, I, I know I've said it before. I'll say it again. I prefer the TV version of this oh, song definitely. than the movie. Me too. I mean, it, 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 it's good to have it in the movie, but I, I have to agree with you. It's a little long. Yeah. Um, but. The shorter, the TV version is just funny because it's, you know, so short, it's to the point, and, you know, you, you don't need to make it any longer. It just is right there. Right. So, um, so, I mean, I like the song. I just don't know if I'd have it at number one. No, no. So, um... It would be in my top three, but it's not number one. Right. Plus, there's so many good songs that they, you know, this could have been one of those times, honestly, where if WatchMojo.com had done, like, a top 20 instead of a top 10, I, yeah. I think you could get away with that. Oh, definitely. Um, but, no, I, it's a good list. They got most of the songs right. I, I, I would say so. They, There's one that we don't agree shouldn't be on the list. Right. That's one song out of ten. So, a really good list. Yeah, really good job. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to start wrapping it up for this week's episode. So, you can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. You could join our Facebook group, uh, just type in Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, and if for some reason you cannot find us, which honestly, I don't know how you can't find us, but if for any reason you can't find us, click on the link below in the description box, and you are right there. And don't forget to visit uh, my Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Bill's World of Podcasts, where a little donation could help you uh, or help with this show and other shows. I do. Well, next next time, next week on the show, we are going to camp. Yes. Uh, we are going to fat camp. That is we are. the name of the episode. And I should also tell you guys, four weeks, in four weeks, we are going to do a movie review. And it is... Cannibal the Musical. It is. Uh, I have... I've never seen this movie. I have, many times. 
So it's going to be, it's almost going to be like when I watched those, uh, The Spirit of Christmas for the first time. Yeah. Except. Where I have seen them and you haven't. <laughs> right. It, except this time around, I will be watching it by myself and no commentary. So. Um, yeah. But, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode um, of our show. Not not the episode we reviewed, but of our show. <laughs> because if we haven't said it before, this episode was shit. Yeah. So, until next time, for Fro, I'm Bill. We'll talk to you guys later. Cheerio!